0: G'day everyone! Welcome to a very Australian swapcast between myself, Drew of Your Missing the Point podcast, and Triffin of Unlocking the Code podcast. We are calling tonight's little show Unlocking the Point. Welcome, Triffin.
1: How are you, mate?
0: Very good. It's uh, good to finally get this organised. We've been talking to and fro for a little while now. In a little while, a time. Now. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh look, and we've been moving in the same circles, mate. Like you've been talking to the general, and you know what I mean. It's, it was it was a matter of time before we aligned and. And found a time to sit down, mate. It's a pleasure to have you on my show and to be on your show, mate.
0: Yeah, likewise. It's um, very interesting that you, you find people in your own backyard. And even though it was because Australia is, I'd still consider you to be in the backyard of our podcasting community. So it's good to well, have this chat.
1: We are, mate. You know, the down under podcasting is an interesting thing. I mean, I'm seven years in now. So, you know, back when I started, it was, I had to use dodgy um like banned audio equipment gear. You couldn't even get podcasting gear in Australia when I first started mine uh, seven years ago. So it's interesting to see how it's grown. And it's always good to connect with Aussie podcasters because I think that the life of an Aussie podcaster is you're constantly speaking to people overseas, you know, unless you can bring people in, in your local community. So yeah, it's always good to connect with Aussies. I think because we both have international reach, it's good to hear two Aussies have a discussion as well, as opposed to, uh, they're the constant international stuff because i think australia and australians have a very unique perspective and uh which is why we we find our ways onto other shows
0: yeah it seems to be uh australia seems to be that place that's not just out of the way geographically but not a lot of information seems to get out to the rest of the world and for whatever reason americans in particular really love to hear about what we've got going on in our own back door
1: that's true that's very true mate that's very true so uh what are we saying? Are we saying unlocking the point? Unlocking like the that. point, yes. I like that. I think that's good. So look, man, you we 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 started an epic conversation that we can't talk about, right? Because <laughs> that be whole gonna... series
0: to itself now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because that involves a lot more stuff. However, look, I think we How is how, how's post tyranny or or what was it? Post tyranny, or are we are we calling? Are we still in? I think we're still in tyranny. It's just we haven't realised it yet.
0: I, I, I dare say we're still in tyranny, especially yeah. in Victoria. <laughs> I but was going to say, mate. I don't I think the button say. ever came off that one. finger never came off the button of tyranny here.
1: Look, mate. I mean, I grew up in Ballarat. Okay, so I've spent more time in Queensland than I did in Victoria. So I sort of I sit on both sides. But Victoria is very close to my heart, and yeah, my my family's from there. My grandparents were from there. You know, I mean, look, you want to be real straight, I'll start I'll start deep. My nan died alone during the chaos, mate, right, at the start of it, okay? I couldn't go to see her uh, and explain to me why that was necessary now. You know what I mean? Like, that's a start and a, bit, a little bit close to home, but we've got to think about, yes, there's a larger picture, but one of the epiphanies that I had a little while ago for myself personally was, I don't think any of us have processed the trauma of the last three years yet. We just God haven't. no,
0: God no, definitely not. Yeah, I, I think the issue is that we're still living through the trauma. We're the stereotypical battered wife whose husband might have just left the house and we're still coming to terms with he's thrown us against a wall a couple of times or he's given us a black eye. We're still coming to terms with that. our governments have done this to us yeah. And we're trying to move on like it didn't happen. Mm. Like, It's ex- scary. It's like scary. The, yeah. Like the example you just gave, your own very personal experience, mm-hmm. that happened to Australians all across the country for All across reason. the country,
1: yeah. And this okay. is the thing. This is not just – that's not an isolated event at all, right? That is – happened to all sorts of people. And as you say, I mean, that's just one instance, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, I think about some of this stuff now, Drew, and it's crazy, right? Like, uh, up here – Right? I know, look, I've got some questions about Victoria, but up here, there was a period of time where we couldn't travel more than 10 kilometers from our house, right? Um, so I got on my bike because I'm a bit cheeky and I rode 10Ks and took a photo, right? So at this point in the track, on in the bush, I can't go any further. Why?
0: <laughs> that imaginary line that you can't yeah. cross.
1: I can't cross, Yeah. Well, of course I did. However, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I didn't cross it. However, I took a photo at ten k's just to, as a marker. You know what I mean? Because it's like, and how do you even process that stuff now? I mean, one of the the big question I had for you because it's such a burned into my existence is when I saw the Victorian police open fire on their own people at the Shrine of Remembrance, right? Not need that, I mean, we watched that live on Facebook from here. Right. And it's not only did they hem them in using military tactics towards the Shrine of Remembrance, but then they lulled them into a false sense of security by taking a knee and then opened fire on them. Now, I, I, I that will be forever, amongst many others, burned into my memory. Right. Especially when those people were protesting for what turned out to be true. Exactly now, right. I
0: mean, and it's the idea of it wasn't just the fact that they were fired upon. They didn't even let them go. They ran them down and fired ran upon them down. in the back. Yeah. So using beanbag rounds away. out of 12-gauge pump-action shotguns continued to keep open fire on civilians. Mm.
1: Yeah, shooting them in the back as they ran. Yep. I mean, Gives Henry, you a little
0: bit of an insight of what it could be with live fire rounds then, doesn't it?
1: Exactly. You know, And I think the scary part is, Drew, I think Victoria more. In Queensland, I mean, we did have the quarantine camps uh, built up here. Um, there's one about 50 k's from my house. Uh, and no one... What were the camps built for, Drew? Can we just... <laughs> exactly what, what, right. What were I, they built for, man?
0: I've got a little idea. i this is a isn't, bit of an idea as well. This is just pure speculation, but they managed to build the camps just after everything started to open up. So they've got these wonderful little buildings and and little prison camps set aside Well, what happens if this misinformation bill goes through and they deem under that same bill people are talking about information that's detrimental to the the governance of Australia? What do they do with these people? Do they they put them in prison?
1: Or they choose not to participate in a said medical experiment, which was an abject failure. Again, yeah.
0: Yes, yep. Uh, And what do they do with these people? Do they put them in jail or do they put Mm. them in re-education camps?
1: Yeah, or re-education camps. Gulags? Is gulag a term? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: no that gulags tend to be around places where you're forced to chop down trees as manual labor but we know we're not allowed to chop down trees anymore so
1: right now they just yeah they just they just lock you in your room for 23 hours a day um yeah look man it's like where do you where do you go how do you process it i mean you know there's the grandmothers being thrown to the street pepper sprayed uh handcuffed marched away that happened up here as well um, you know, happened everywhere, really. Uh we could go to New South Wales. What about the helicopters that were over western Sydney telling people to stay in their houses and the fences that went up around there uh during the peak of the chaos? We we, we don't understand, Drew, how can can we are we gonna swear tonight? Go I for swear. it, go for it. All right. We don't understand how fucking close we were to something very, very, very disturbing. Right? They we were this close. Okay. If they had got their way with a few more things, it's 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 actually pretty terrifying to think about.
0: Yeah, know? God forbid if the so-called COOF managed to have a kill rate higher than what they made it out to be in the media, mm. if it was, say, I don't know, 20% of the population, 20% of people that came into contact with it died. Imagine yeah. the mass hysteria that could have been pushed through media at that point. Or little, if uh, child, young children died, if it wasn't the yeah. elderly that were at risk and it was little kids, yeah. wow, imagine the fear porn coming out of that.
1: Well, that's it, man. I mean, and the the narrative began to fall apart, okay, because more and more and more people were turning up to protests, like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people all over the country, and there was no, you know, beer virus outbreak, Right uh everyone was fine turns out the people that decided not to participate in the experiment were actually totally fine man i'm totally fine I, I'm, I'm okay I nothing, i'm <laughs> and, all good man <laughs>
0: and the, the irony being that it wasn't just the people who didn't want to participate or the, those that were vaccine hesitant people who had actively gone out and gotten one or two for mm-hmm. their purposes of needing to work through coercion still went out and protested
1: Yep, absolutely. We went out
0: and we would protest for everyone else's rights. Exactly
1: right. The thing is, man, is it doesn't matter now, okay? Because the psychological operation that we all were under, okay, everybody did what they thought they needed to do. Now, I don't give a shit anymore, okay? The reason I don't care anymore is because we've got much bigger fish to fry, okay? We've got to help each other now. It doesn't matter. But you're totally right. People took one, took two. Number one, it did nothing. Number two, they caught the beer virus. And, you know, number three, a lot of people know someone who had a negative reaction, right? So it's like, this isn't working. We need, this needs to stop, okay? I mean, one of the greatest farces of the modern time is a million people turned up to Canberra and the the government said it was 10,000, Right? And the thing about that was is regardless of you know whatever you did by that stage for every one person was at canberra there was 10 that weren't
0: exactly that couldn't get there it's the same thing for same thing for melbourne when it really started to ramp up here when they put the mandates on our construction industry and the cfmeu boys didn't want any part of it and ironically the union actually opposed their own members and back to the government, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That riled up a lot of people to the point where the biggest number that hit Melbourne, now this is through what our community would know as the, the true numbers, yeah. it was easily around 100,000. Mm-hmm. Media put it Isn't down it? as 10,000 people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we saw some of those crowds. Those those union, those union construction boys shut down the Westgate, didn't they? They just, they did. They just walked straight yeah. on top of it. They just walked straight on top of it. What are you going to do, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, And I think... You know, again, one of the things that's burned into my mind because I was watching the protests in Victoria. Um, a lot of really good independent media came out of that, I think. You know, I think there's there's some really good, you know, with some really well-covered stuff there. Um, is the Victorian shouting, you serve us, you serve us, you serve us. And we did that up here as well when they tried to blockade us, right? I mean, you've got to wonder... There's a question that I had here. Right? Did the, the, the police realise what they've done? Because like, do you think the average Aussie really trusts the police anymore?
0: Oh, God, no, definitely not. And what? the problem being is it was a two-pronged approach, even mandating police, because all it did was reinforce those that
1: who would love them, the exactly. who,
0: who turned the line, who love being yes-men, who love that yep. power and authority. Lockstep,
1: lockstep, lockstep.
0: And kicked right. out all the ones who are your average... Police officer of 30, 40 years ago, the average yeah. community member who wanted to do things for the community and and help people out. Those people oh, were gone.
1: And to, to be honest, right, it, it weeded out the critical thinkers, man. You know what I mean? Like the people that went, hang on a minute, this is fishy. It doesn't sound right. We shouldn't be doing this to our people. I'm not going to do this. Okay, we well, if you don't take this experiment, then you're gone.
0: Yeah. Well, how's this for the critical thinking side of things? You weren't allowed to go out and protest out in the open in the sun because it was potentially a super spreader event. Yeah. So, in order for the police to protect your own health, they kettled you in close proximity to other people where you were so close that you could potentially catch COVID to the detriment of your health.
1: Yeah. But was it a detriment? I mean, this is the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. Regardless, Going regard- off
0: what they were saying at the time, regard- regardless of it the past
1: regardless of the variant, It was over 99%. It was never, you know what I mean? It never got below. And the average age of death was always above the average age of life expectancy.
0: With five or more comorbidities.
1: Exactly. And never from, with. Okay. And some of the stuff sounds really crazy now. Like one of the ones that we, that old Pallet Jack did up here. We'll get to Dictator Dan in a second. However, old Pallet Jack, she, um, imagine this, right? It's 2018, Drew. I'll give you a ring, bud. All right, we've got to go and do a project, man. We need some stuff from Bunnings, right? While we're there, uh, we'll just get a medical procedure, right? So we, And then we'll get a sausage, man. So what we'll do is we'll go and get some timber, uh, we'll go and get a vaccination, and then we'll get a sausage and, and make ourselves feel better, right? What the fuck are we talking about? You know what I mean? How crazy <laughs> is that, right? But even the more insane part was, is that because it's obviously not temperature controlled and blah, 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 and, you know, people just seem to drop over, some people, when they have this thing, they were dropping over in the line, Right? And people were still lining up. You know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you process that in your mind? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. And how is that okay? Right? You know, what I mean, as I said, we were this close to them going door to door.
0: Well, right? I'd argue that essentially they did go door to door in Victoria. It wasn't forced, but they were literally sending vans around into neighborhoods and knocking on doors asking if you wanted it. <laughs>
1: Did they really do that? Yeah,
0: they? we had a van called Chitty Chitty Jab Jab, <laughs> which would go around into neighbourhoods of concern, knock on doors, and offer the benefits of taking the vaccine. You know, it does this,
1: it does that, and you really should get it. Chitty Chitty Jab Jab, God, you love an Aussie, don't you? Yeah, There's hey, a van giving you poison? What do we call it? Chitty Chitty Jab not Jab.
0: To, not to mention, it's, it was towards. School started to go back, right? Because I'm a teacher. School started to go back and we had these arbitrary, stupid regulations around you had to wear a mask when outside on yard duty, but when you're in the classroom, close proximity to students, you don't wear the mask because you actively have to teach. Okay, totally makes sense. Uh, Students below the uh, year three were exempt from masks, but students above had to wear them. And then you throw on top of that, the uptake in kids wasn't very high and then all of a sudden the Department of Education for Victoria said, we're going to offer vaccines at schools yes. and all the schools are going to have them from this time. Oh, but we've been to be very, very careful as to how we communicate this to the school community.
1: So did they implement that?
0: Or not? They did. They sure did. It was Generally, it was one school as a hub for an area and that's where you would go to to get your child's vaccination instead of going to a GP or to a pharmacist.
1: That that see, it, I can't even, man. You know what I mean? Like now that we know, right? And look, let's just fast forward three years and month on month, there's more deaths globally now than there ever has been since World War Two. But no one knows why, man. It's a magical mystery. I, 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 who would know why? That's it's climate change. That's Cl- it's, right. It's climate climate change. change. It's climate change and um um gender fluid unicorns. I think is is what they were saying, <laughs> right? Um how many people like to do that to children right? M- one of my things that I struggle with is that how can these I mean all the premier's bar dictator Dan and Palachak conveniently resigned right um uh, however, how are they not being held to account right right we had we had like the health minister on the podium going it will hunt you down it's going to get you it doesn't matter where you are (laughs) right (laughs) i put the sinister voice on because that's fun but you know what i mean it was actually an angry little troll that was telling us but um that's what was coming across that's bullshit right it's and but the thing is okay here's a question then do you think they knew it was bullshit at the time
0: absolutely they did yeah absolutely they did it was it was so blatantly obvious. Even the way that they would contradict themselves within their own sentences, let alone months or years later. With, yeah. But they always go to that really quick, lovely gaslighting of people. The science changed.
1: Trust the science. We know
0: we know more about it now, so we're more informed than we were. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you that little bit of a, a little bit of a, a setback. You, the, the, the information changed. We know more about it now, but can mm-hmm. you apologise for what you did to people that didn't need to be done? Yeah. No, they won't Let, apologize for it. Let's Never. Remember
1: my, let's remember my nan died alone. Okay. Let's bring it right back. All right. And these people made that happen. All right. What are we talking about? You know what I mean? I mean, one of the other statistics that they love to ignore is they had the audacity to say the suicide rate went down during that period. Well, like fuck, it did. Real numbers suggest it doubled.
0: Absolutely, yeah. it did. the um. There's a very, very famous one from Melbourne where it was an American who was stuck in Australia, was not able to get out of the country, refused to get vaccinated himself, so he couldn't actively get back into America, even if he got a flight. Mm-hmm. It got to the point where he was 18 months in and he committed suicide in the Botanical Gardens in Melbourne, hung himself from a tree.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep, so I think circles within circles, I know of... Six business owners, men uh, that lost everything. Um, And one couple, actually, Romeo and Juliet. They went together because they had built everything for 20 years. Gone. Yeah, what do you do, right? Look, the cost of me not participating, I'm still recovering from. have no doubt about that, okay? You know, there was a cost to saying no, for my career, for my work, for everything, right? Um, And these are just individual stories, but en masse, yeah? And what about, I mean, I remember the kids in masks. What has that done to the developmental aspect of those children, right? Let's bring it back to the children, Let, let alone the fact that we tried to poison them, right? What about that stuff? Yeah. I've been locked in a house for 10 weeks at a time or whatever it is, right? I mean, what was the record in Victoria? It was like 13 weeks or something like that. What was the record?
0: I can't was even it... remember. It seems like it was all blurred into oh, one no, horrible prison did, sentence.
1: It, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because it, you'd have like a week off and then you'd be straight back in, wouldn't you? You know? What yeah. I mean? the,
0: the, most, the most memorable part for me as a teacher during that time, I'm thinking about kids now, is that. We had our year three class, and we take them on a day trip to the Melbourne Zoo. And we will starting to hear things about, you know, the the numbers are increasing. There's too many numbers of the of the the coof going around. And I was thinking to myself, they're going to pull the trigger on another lockdown. Yeah. And these these kids aren't going to have their school camp. We had the day trip, and we're heading back to go to our camp. And it was halfway on the bus, all the teachers' phones started going off. And I had to be the teacher on the bus as the senior teacher and explain you to go, the kids that we, we're not having a camp, guys. And the tears out of these I kids' eyes. I was going to
1: say, that's seminal moments, man. I remember one of my first school camps down in Victoria, dude. Like, that was the biggest thing that ever happened to me, right, at that time. And you've just taken that away. For what, Drew? Explain to me now for what, Right. And explain to me now, for what? If not, it was just a psychological operation to give people a medication to make some money.
0: And the the multifacetedness of it of what they can get away with and what they could push
1: exactly and it was on a society. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They pushed, they pushed and pushed until we pushed back. Yeah.
0: It you was a I mean? it's a um it's a massive experiment. We're starting to see those kids now who were babies during COVID so they were already born but they didn't have that social interaction beyond their own household and when they yeah. did it was people masked. those kids coming through now in school this is just my own observations Yeah, not, not backed up by any other data no, no, no. or well, any look, sample studies just mate, my own personal you experience
1: a, you are a teacher you are a professional and you, it's your job to observe children so I would say that is actually an expert opinion so just continue
0: so these kids are coming through with more social delays of course they are more what you would deem as behavioral issues yeah and an inability to actually follow what you would consider to be school readiness routines
1: yeah well they're two years behind exactly half years behind you know they missed out on playgroup and kindy and whatever else they missed out on something you know what i mean if not just general interaction at a bloody playground right
0: generally they're very just disconnected
1: yeah very disconnected they've been and the thing is too with today's technology the the parents probably put them in front of a screen and you can't really blame them for that or you can and you can't however like so you are disconnected you're not actually part of reality right and you're missing that during those formative years this is is going to echo right you know and it's like for those of us that are more experienced, like us, it's like how do you trust a, uh, how do you trust anything anymore? How how right? Like I mean, how do you? It doesn't matter what any any politician stands up. Why would you believe anything that they say, right? Why? Because it doesn't again, regardless of what you felt you needed to do, what you chose, it doesn't matter anymore because it was all bullshit, okay? And they mess with us. Right? They, and how, like, you want to get down to the brass tacks tree, they breached the Nuremberg Code, man. They did. Right? It's actually, you read it, they did four or five things on that list that were created post-World War Two, so it never happened again. And they did it again. What do you say to that? You know what I mean? It's like, what do you, you say?
0: You have to laugh or you cry. That's the unfortunate exactly, series mate. of circumstances. Yeah. yeah. We're funny, Aussie,
1: so we laugh at morbid stuff, but you we know, do. Like...
0: We're a trauma driven country in the first place. So this is yeah, just adding right. to yeah. everything else. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm noticing that the powers that be, like your Palachuk or your Dan, they've been emboldened by the whole situation of COVID, where oh, yeah, they I'm seeing they're, they're, they're pushing right. through legislation and bills that they would have been very cautious or at least tiptoed around prior to COVID.
1: Can, can I ask you a question? Do you think it's some sort of Stockholm syndrome that got Dan back in? Or yes, you think
0: was... and a combination of our preferential voting system.
1: Yeah, of course, which is why Albert Sneezy got in. Like, yeah, no voted for he, he just used the preferences.
0: 60% of the population of Victoria did not vote for Dan Andrews.
1: But because he paid the preferences off, he got in.
0: Exactly. Right. Even in his own seat, because his name was at the top of the ballot with the randomized ballot count, he got all the 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 donkey votes, and all those donkey votes actually got him over the line of Ian Cook Ian right. Cook from the Sluggate fiasco would have beat him if he'd got the the
1: donkey votes, yeah right, and then you then look it's hard not to say that maybe they put his name at the top exactly of this, you know what I mean not that I think there's actually any
0: political answer anymore after all of this um.
1: No, I don't think so either. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't, um, look, I mean, in the last couple of days, Gerard Rennick got voted out of the Senate 134 to 131. So, you know, obviously they paid the right people. I mean, he was one of our voices who was still trying to uphold something that was left of the Aussie values and, you know, what used to make this, what people used to perceive the lucky country, um, which I don't, I question whether it is anymore, um, People are still coming here like I do. I'm a teacher as well, but a different do adult education, that sort of stuff, Cert 3s and, you know, bits and pieces and diplomas and stuff. And, um, yeah, still seeing a lot of people coming in, trying to find Australia as a lucky country. And I hope that is – I mean, the thing is, though, like if I think about the countries they're coming from, I've had a lot of French. <laughs> French is burning to the ground right now, but no one's talk about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? um, France is literally burning to the ground right now. Um, I've had some South Africans. You want to talk about, you know, let's, let's take it out of Australia for a second. I've had some South Africans. There is no power currently in most of South Africa. Uh, they have rolling blackouts and brownouts. And uh, in a couple of different countries in South Africa, they decided to delete cash just as a little experiment from our, uh, our boys at the WEF uh, who'd like to have a bit of a play around with that stuff. Uh, it was Nambia. Start with an N. I don't know if it was Nambia. It was one of those countries where they just deleted cash overnight Uh they brought it back pretty quickly because the place went nuts uh, and didn't stand for it, right? So that experiment failed. But I think the, the cognitive dissonance is, I mean, you, you talk about politicians, what about media now, right? You you, you, would, you look at news.com or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's all bullshit. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other different things that need to be reported on um, that just aren't. Like why is France burning to the ground? Uh, you know, I, I thought, I thought, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, wasn't there a war? Is there a war going on, man? Because that's what they got to say. Because COVID was here, and then ding, 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 ding.
0: Oh, Yeah, I, th- I, think, I thought Putin was the vaccine for COVID. He kind of oh, made God. that disappear quickly, didn't he? He did, man. Like,
1: jeez, do you remember that? It was so hilarious. It was four days or something, right? It was like, get vaccinated ad nauseum in every single corner of your existence, and then within four days, it's like Ukraine, right? And now we don't even see much about Ukraine in the mainstream media anymore.
0: Right? Only when Albanese decides he wants to give them millions of more dollars of the taxpayers' b- billions.
1: funds. B- billions, Bill, b, Billions.
0: Well, that's what it's added up billions. to. Yeah. But he, he casually just gives it out like it's, it's his coin purse. He goes, oh, there you go, Zelensky. That'll oh, look, more. you know,
1: he was, he, was, he was looking under the couch, man. Found a lazy 100 mil, just flicked it off, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I think we sent our drones over there or, you know, I think... Uh, defensive weapons defensive weapons oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: just like uh cluster bombs are going to be defensive weapons yeah they actually. are, they, they are mate. <laughs> T- totally against that the rule of yeah. international war and law
1: yeah how anyway. and rolling weapons are not um they're, they're defensive man, in case someone comes near you
0: it's it's really it's, I have a sneaking suspicion that it was a it's like it's we know it's all theater, but it's yes, if you absolutely. wanted to remove the stockpiles of weapons from Western nations in a means to lower their ability to defend themselves or to be an offensive threat. This mm. is perfect because we're giving away all our missiles, yeah. all our exactly. generic it's arms, our yeah. Bushmasters. I think yeah. the majority of those lasted a week before the Russians took them out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bushmaster was built for the deserts of Iraq and Iran. Yeah. It's not it, Afghanistan. It's not for European theatre. Like, this is a thing. You know, again, let me say something crazy to you. In twenty eight, twenty nineteen, December twenty nineteen, I go, there'll be war in Europe inside two years. No way, right? What if I said to you the Taliban will be the biggest, fifth, biggest, big, blah, 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 fifth biggest military, fifth uh, biggest military, because we just walked out after twenty years. <laughs> uh, you know, no, the, the,
0: uh, the pre- American president will sign a peace treaty with the Taliban.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Twenty years. 20 years, yeah, yeah, 20 years. And look, I've got a lot of boys that I know that are in the military, they were not happy about that, eh? Like, that was a disgrace, and it was a – but again, it just slides under the – you know, none of this stuff means anything anymore. Whereas if I had said any of those in in isolation, some of the stuff we've said tonight, if I said one of those things in 2019, there would be an uproar unlike we'd ever known. Yet yeah, these sort of happenings and these goings on are half of the course now, right? Which is like I'm saying, I don't think we've dealt with the trauma because we're still in it. It's still ongoing, right? I mean, I mean, how you doing keeping the roof over your head, mate? How's your mortgage, right? How are you doing feeding your family, man? You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is real too, right? And the thing is too, Drew, if you remember, um, and I've been trying to find – because – we all saved a lot of stuff during the chaos. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where half of the stuff is I I say. Um, And, but there was a plan, right? It was like the, you know, the, the beer virus and then, and then the medication and then the the financial collapse. You know what I mean? It's like, we're just in a step-by-step process. Right. Um, You know, it's like the new world order.
0: Well, they oh, blatantly right. just said it during COVID, so that's that's just yeah, that's very this on is, the nose. This is,
1: exactly, it's like this is the time for the new world order. This is the new order. Like, there's one of those uh, videos where they've everyone, someone's captured them all, right? It's like it's every politician on the planet. New world order, new world order, new world order, right? It's like we don't know what they they think that we don't know what neuro linguistic programming is, right? Because I mean, yeah. how do you it's their and, own
0: revelation of the method as well, though. They love just sa- throwing it in our faces thinking we're too dumb to recognize it. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I think they think we're pretty stupid, All right. And i that We're not, I don't think. And we're more and more, I hate the term waking up or awakening. I don't like that term, but that's what we've got to use, right? I, there's more and more people waking up almost on a daily basis now because things haven't added up for a long time, right? You apply critical thinking to anything that happened over the past three years and it doesn't add up, right? Uh, you apply the countless billions going to Ukraine. What what are we doing there? You know what I mean? Like just objectively think about that for a second. Um, provoking World War Three. like what – is that really the plan, you know? Um, and just everything else. So people are becoming more aware, I think. Uh, but the problem is, Drew, is it's like when is enough going to be enough for the collective,
0: well, that's yeah. the problem. I would argue almost that we are dumb <laughs> compared to what they think we are because it's, I don't are condone. We, are, we,
1: are we dumb or are we tied to the system that they created?
0: We are tied to the system that they created. But at the same time, I don't condone violence, but a very big but, if something like now, this however, had, hap- had happened in any other point in history, revolutions happen. I'm surprised yes, that these right. people aren't... Hanging in the streets.
1: Yes, that's a very good. That's a very good point. Okay, and it's like yes, we are not uh, condoning or encouraging violence. However, most of these books behind me, Drew, and all the books that are over there, a lot of those are history books, mate. And I could pull up any, you know, anything, right? Or actually, you live in Victoria. I used to live in Ballarat. The Eureka Stockade happened because a bunch of miners, mind you, too. And this is something that a lot of people don't know: the Eureka Stockade flag, right? It's seen as racist, I suppose. It's the Australian Dixie
0: flag or something like that. It's one of the
1: most ridiculous fucking things I've ever heard in my life, right? Check your history. Signatories from 52 representatives and signatories from 52 different countries, regardless of color, creed or religion, stood under the Southern Cross, under the stockade flag and pledged allegiance to to the Southern Cross and each other to defend their rights and liberties. Representatives of 52 countries. Check your history, right? I've got the, the stockade books right here, right? So the fact that that flag is deemed, you know, whatever it is, is totally, you got to think that that's a bit of propaganda. And the fact that they don't teach that in history in Australian, or do they? Do they teach it in Australian schools now? They don't, do they? The Not aid. that
0: lens of it. It was. It's It's more along the lines of, oh, it was miners that didn't want to be uh didn't want to be exploited. So it was like the first unionist movement. That's what they yeah. they pointed at. So that's it. That's it. The very surface level.
1: Yeah. But let's dig into that. Miners that didn't want to have to carry identification papers around with them. Now, what, did we, what was trialed on us? A what? And what's the who trying to trial right now and get into play? A vaccine passport.
0: Which has actually been tabled by the World Health mm-hmm. Organization. Happening?
1: Yep. Well, they've tried it like three times and they keep being blocked, but you know what I mean? They've got their their bureaucratic, uh, windy ways that they do things, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, though, what happened to the, the, the freedom fighters at the stockade? They were murdered in their sleep by the breadcoats. That's what happened to those guys, unfortunately. However, supposedly, that's where the Labor Party comes from, which is the current party that's in power. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't... Look, if Albanese tried to fix my car, like if you went to the mechanic and he came out and said he was going to fix your car, you wouldn't let him touch it, right? Um, I don't understand how a man can look like he doesn't have a spine, but that dude looks like he's missing one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that, but it's... Yeah, where do you go, mate? What do you do?
0: It's how far that... the, the In Australia in particular, I think it's... Because we're such a young country in comparison to the rest of the Western world, how quickly they turned the traditional working man's party, the party that stood up for the underdog, the man who just mm-hmm. wanted to feed his family, mm-hmm. who yes did stand up for for other people's rights because yep. it was needed, mm-hmm. it quickly became a Marxist ideal.
1: Yeah, how quickly of
0: liberalism, the Marxist liberalist yeah. approach.
1: Look, I think the the radicalization of politics and the uh, the confusion of of you know the liberal versus labor which is sort of our right versus left for the international audiences right and our uh,
0: liberals right which seems yeah, very strange on its face compared to the rest of the world it does
1: yeah it does right our liberals right our labor's left yeah but how quickly the narrative changed not only here in Australia but it echoed around the world like how how quickly they changed or they they've attempting to change our belief systems around politics, around uh, values and gender and, and and how the you know the the, the middle class family that literally built the world they're trying to break is is now not useful to society or they want to break it up or i don't know you know what i mean like it's hard to the problem is drew is that the levels of control that they exper- they experimented with us on uh and what they implemented and you know the ongoing stuff with the last month that we just had in june and you know what i mean like there's all there's so many layers to it, and it's like you sit back now, and it's like, is it a plan?
0: It's it's not. It's like it's not even the Overton window. It's the Overton fidget spinner because it goes around that goddamn quickly. Mm. If you were to say twenty, thirty years ago to someone who was very left, that big pharmaceuticals in league with the government, aka fascism, were forcing a medical procedure on its people yeah. through the threat of losing your job. Um, Fining you, not being allowed to protest, not being they would to be go out to in the hospital, mate. Not
1: yeah, being it don't forget that, yeah, not being able to get medical, medical treatment, treatment in your own hospital. Yeah.
0: They would be the first people out in the streets processing. But now, as if by some kind of fucking magic, poof, the people that would own naturopath stores and uh, uh organic green grocers, these are the people who hated GMOs, but they are the first people to put their hands up and go, I want to be a GMO now.
1: Yeah, look, and this is the issue, right? I mean, look, there's one side of it, right, where a lot of people that you thought were aware, right, or on the path, I suppose, you know, I'm not using all these, I don't like these terms, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, When they were tested, they folded pretty quickly, a lot of these people, right? Now, as I say, there's different avenues, right? If you felt coerced and pressured to keep the roof over your head. I understand that. Okay. Um, I did as well, but I just, I, I luckily pivoted and didn't cause too much collateral damage. You know what I mean? Um, however, there's other people, there's the other side that you thought were aware and they weren't going to walk lockstep. But turns out, man, turns out about 30% of the population will definitely walk lockstep down the street and uh will hang you from a tree uh, for not wearing a mask. Um, which is terrifying, right? And I mean, you know, I mean, what's your experience like there in Melbourne? Like, the, it's it was one of the most locked down, tyrannical on in the world. I mean, how do you go into shops now, like shopping centres, and look around and like, how many of these people would have like pinned me to the ground for not wearing a mask? You know what I mean? Like, how do you? How I've found that difficult to process up here. Um I was just wondering what your thoughts are on that. You know, like it, it's got to be, you know, like some of the things you were doing in order to function, which literally mean nothing now and didn't mean anything then either, but you were convinced that they did. I mean, it's it's difficult to comprehend. What's your feelings on that? What's your perception of that?
0: My perception is pretty unique because I'm in regional Victoria. Oh, hey, where and, are you? Uh, in Gippsland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. right on. So... We've always, regional Victoria, for the most part, has always been a conservative, what you considered right wing if you're going down politics, right? Yeah. Melbourne's always been that the center of of the left. Mm-hmm. And Melbourne just bid onto that government meat so hard and they just weren't letting go of it. They wanted
1: Total the government control. It yeah. To be the
0: govern me harder daddy type of approach, right? Oh, yeah. Hence why um, Daddy Dan became a Twitter trend. Mm hmm. You see people in Melbourne today. Still, they are walking the streets with masks. Yeah, it's not everywhere. No, but it's at high enough percentage that you notice that, it. That though, that I'd yeah, you could say it's that thirty percent quite easily. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you're right. If if I lived in Melbourne during that time, I would have been the first to flee the state. Like we lost a hundred thousand people out of the state. They all went like oh, Queensland, yeah.
1: Perth, they'll come up here wherever
0: yeah. they could. You could definitely see how easily people are manipulated into thinking a certain thing about their common man. Mm. If it was something that you could lock people up for, like a wartime scenario, if it was the Nazis analogy, and let's say Dan Andrews was the leader of the Gestapo and he wanted all the Jews locked up, people which would be turning did? in their neighbours. Yeah, which, which you did. Which, which, which did. you did.
1: We saw. Hang on a minute. Let's not forget that was another juicy one that was up and down the East Coast. If you see your neighbours doing something you think is unsafe or is breaching COVID rules, you let us know. Yeah. That happened. You know what I mean? That came across our, like, dobbing your neighbour, right? Weren't they offering rewards at some point?
0: Yes. Well, the the, the worst part is it's not just the dobbing your neighbour for breaching the COVID rules. It was the fact that they had... Police actively knocking on doors about social media posts. Yes. Arresting people for yes. incitement. Yep. Pregnant women being handcuffed behind mm-hmm. their back. That was Not unreal. police
1: procedure. That was unreal. When I remember Re- seeing that, it was unreal.
0: Alternative media being charged for incitement and served yep. papers in the middle of yep. the night.
1: Yep. Yep. I find that funny, though. What's that? It was the Rebel News guy turned his apology into a T-shirt. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean and this is the like it's so hard to sit back and unpack it right and 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 try and comprehend because we you know it's not over we're just in the next stage going okay? whatever the next stage could potentially be um
0: I think we're seeing that next stage now particularly yeah. within regional Victoria they they're pushing the whole climate change yeah green agenda so hard, they're trying to actively force and break communities down to force them into the major cities. We're seeing that mm-hmm. in my own local area. Dan Andrews had a a complete ban on logging that was supposed to come in in 2026. Mm-hmm. Well, he's brought that forward till it comes in next year, 2024, as of January. So all these people in my local area who are completely built around one town and it's logging industry and it's, yep. and it's um, wood... Wood turning and it's manufacturing. Well, that's, that's all those jobs are there, right?
1: That's that, an industry that's been operating in the highlands of Victoria for, since forever.
0: Yes, it's it's they, in the DNA of a lot of these people's yeah. families.
1: So yeah. we had they a lot grow of young the pine. They grow the they cut them down. It's not, you know it's not just tearing down the forest. They actually grow the wood to cut it down, right? That's yeah. the, It's the rolling plantations out there. That's yeah. It. Yeah.
0: So we had this band come in. It starts as of next year. Well, we had all these young guys who thought geez, I've got like another three or four years up my sleeve. I'll buy a new truck. I'll buy all this new equipment. I'll work like the clackers to get as much money on them about as I can. And then we'll reprocess from there. Well, all these young guys are caught with their pants down with all these massive debts, brand new houses, garages, sheds, equipment. Yeah. And they've got nothing to show for it now. Well, we had a, a protest in our at our local council shire because long story short, Half of the council members decided they wanted to put a a vote in of no confidence to the government to say, we don't want this ban to go ahead. We're voicing our concerns. And the other half of them said, we don't want a part of it. And they knocked it back. So the people started to protest at our local council. And all the people there couldn't help but notice were all boomer generation people, the old elderly people of this this town who have always known it the way it is. And when speakers started to get up and talk about the World Economic Forum and twenty minute cities and twenty minute neighborhoods, yeah, you could see the penny drop. And it was like, oh shit, what our kids have been telling us for the past three years in COVID. It's true, exactly. It's true. And now we're starting to see these small communities, their economies being destroyed. Yeah. Where are these people going to go? Well, you have to go to the city. That's where the jobs are going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, and this this is happening, okay? right, it's not that it's not happening this is happening okay, and we need to but again, comes back we didn't answer that question, did we Drew Where, when is the critical mass when is enough enough right, not just for here in Australia but around the world, right because the bottom line is it doesn't matter whoever they are we are the 99% right and we get to decide what we get to do However, we've been conditioned. Like you said, you know, Daddy Dan, you know, govern me harder, baby, right? You, we need that, that that critical thinking, that common sense, that, you know, bit of nous that Aussies used to be known for. Uh, and, you know, everybody, I suppose, has got that within them. However, when is, when is enough enough, man? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I know the logging, I know where you are in the logging district up there, right? I've been there. My mates used to, one of his dads used to be an operator. I remember being on a slope that was just unbelievable in a, in a, in a dozer. And I couldn't believe we're on such an angle, but he was totally fine. That was his job, right? I remember that as a kid. That industry has got nothing to do with the climate, okay? And for fuck's sake, Drew, like, I'm old enough to remember that they told us in 1989 that it was going to be over by 2000. They told us in 1999 that it was going to be over by 2010. They told us in 2008 that it was good. You know what I mean? It hasn't changed, okay? And one of my favourite memes of the last little while with the climate change stuff is it's amazing how easy it was to convince carbon-based life forms that carbon was the enemy, right? (laughs) Well, I can still
0: remember being the big push when I was in primary school was the ozone layer. Yeah, yeah, behold big hole in the ozone layer, yeah. And Australia was going to be burnt and everyone would have skin cancer. Yes, yes, the crisp, and,
1: yes, yes. And it was like,
0: yeah. lo and behold, it somehow magically repaired itself.
1: Mm, yeah. Funny yeah, how that yeah. works. Yeah. And funny how the how the ice caps were melting and now they're not anymore, right, because they never were. But <laughs> the, uh, well, ice caps do melt, man. That's the idea. It grows, it melts, and, you know. Look, there's a whole other side to that that I don't want to start ranting about, but long story short, the ice chases the magnetic pole drew. which is
0: which has been shifting and moving for quite some time exactly so as it has been historically for a very long time now
1: and it's actually moving a lot at the moment the the, the disturbing thing about the magnetic pole at the moment is it's sort of it's hang on i'm trying to hang on prop mate eh? (laughs) this is my little globe okay so the magnetic poles are actually they're not going opposite like they should be they're actually coming together which is a little disturbing um uh, which was that? That was the last study that I. It was only what was that? See, a few months ago now, but the ice chases the poles. Okay, so if the ice, if the poles are going this way, then the ice on this side is going to break and melt, and the ice on this side is going to grow, and that's exactly what's happening, right? And it's not the climate changes, man. You know, and look, I'm not saying we shouldn't stop destroying the planet. However, electric cars destroy the planet more.
0: Well, there's a there's a difference between. Climate change or man-made climate change and pollution. I don't think there's a single person out there who thinks pollution is a good idea.
1: No, it's not. We should st- we should stop the plastic in the oceans. We should stop manufacturing toxic products to the best of our ability. We like solar panels for- and yeah. wind farms. Yeah, yeah, like cobalt solar panels and wind farms and electric cars. Yeah, hundred and twenty years, Drew. Hundred and twenty years. One of those wind, one of those turbines takes to pay back the carbon credits that it just made, and they don't last hundred and twenty years these new ones aren't even lasting in five years, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, in France, there's fields and fields of blades because they don't know what to do with them because they're massive, right? You know, the, the dark secret of modern society, Drew, is unfortunately the computers that we're doing this through and this little doom scroller, every single battery and every single part, of it, there's a part of this laptop and this phone that is made by slaves or mined by slaves. That's it. Child slaves at that. Yes, child slaves, yes, or pregnant mothers with babies on their back mining cobalt, which is toxic. That is the reality of our existence, and we choose to ignore it. You know what I mean? The, the cognitive dissonance is, is is a sight to behold. You know and they, I mean?
0: they gaslight the population into thinking it's a few cow farts that are the major issues.
1: Yeah. Something that's exactly. natural that's
0: been around since the dawn of time. That's that's Hang the on. issue.
1: Hang on. Keep talking, man. I've got a, I've got a meme. I'm a meme collector. Keep <laughs> talking. I've got to show you.
0: Jeez. So, this whole type of a, a rally that happened in my hometown, I showed up to it. Got it.
1: Imagine thinking cows farting is worse than six billion pounds of sp- pesticides sprayed every year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh. memes. I think they're fantastic. I have got uh, over 3,000 in my phone, though. So, it could be a problem. It could it
0: oh, be an issue. The amount of times I have to go through and cull stuff from my phone because it's full. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> just memes.
1: Much. So how did this uh, protest end up, mate? Are, are you moving forward? Are you going to be able to stop it, or what's going on?
0: Well, we don't know yet. The, the major thing that came out of it was the protest occurred because the council actively locked the people out from going to its meetings anymore, because they deemed right. it, was a, it was a it was a threat to the council members and their safety. So it's one of the f-
1: so they're being ca- paid, obviously. Yeah,
0: one I mean. of two councils in Victoria which have locked the people out. One is a a, a council that's pushing a vote for 20 minute neighborhoods, the first in the state and our one, which is about, you know, wanting to keep your economy going. Mm. So it's very interesting. The fact that you're wanting to feed your families, man, what an outrageous thing. Sounds like a right-wing extremist view. So all this, it's really funny that all these boomer generation, my parents were in attendance of it. And for the longest time, they would call me spooky molder because of all my conspiracy theories. (laughs) Right. And I've, I've continually become right over these years. Surprising.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Eh? We had a conversation on a Sunday dinner after the fact, and I'm like, geez, you know, that was the, some of the stuff they were talking about was a bit extreme. And I've gone, yeah, do you remember me telling you about that two years ago? Oh, yeah, we didn't think it would happen. Like, yeah, and I'm not the only one talking about it now. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. And now I'll get random text messages. Do you know they want to fine you for collecting firewood? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Just wait till they ban wood fire heaters completely. Yeah, you can't have wood fire All in the pipeline bad for the
1: environment. Man. Yeah, particulates
0: in the air. It's bad for your health. Yeah, get rid of those yeah, gas yeah. stoves. That's dangerous. Look, it does it
1: doesn't matter, mate. They're going to build carbon uh, dioxide filtering plants. Um, because look, trees don't do that, man. That's no. bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And this is the thing. But when is the collective? Like, I wonder, right? This what is, this... What is what is the next big push? Because I think so.
0: This is the point I think we're getting to, right? And this is my concern. If you followed the Deagle report before it was pulled down, Mm. we're roughly within the timeline where certain health-related issues start to spring up worldwide due to a certain turkey baster that causes the population to have a a collective chimp out. And they then throw certain key figures under the bus and the world tries to move on from it. Well, I think they've almost predetermined and pre-gamed what our response will be. And whatever we do, even if we're aware of it, we're going to be playing into what they think is going to happen because these guys, they don't play in 10 or 20-year segments. They've got hundreds of years to game out situations. They know our our psychological profiles. They know what we're going to do. Well, they do now
1: as well, don't they? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They do now.
0: And unfortunately, I think one of the very first big warning signs for me, which I hoped would never happen, is we've seen Peru, a country go under and a medical emergency They've declared a medical emergency at a national level for Guillain-Barre syndrome, mm. which we all know is one of the acknowledged side effects of a certain jiby-jab. That's just one country mm-hmm. at 84% vaccination rate. Fuck, my state is at 98% vaccination rate of at least do one you, or two. Do you believe that? Yeah, I only know two people who are not vaccinated. Really? Yeah. All right. right. He was uh, very clever in our state. It wasn't just key key professions that were mandated, like your first responders, your teachers, and the like. He actively targeted professions where there were outbreaks of concern. And then when he noticed it was kind of nosediving, the uptake wasn't going the way he wanted, he just mandated, mandated everyone with a job. Mandated farmers, anyone. Anyone that was currently working at the time got a mandate. And... Then people who weren't under those mandates who were working from home, their companies mandated them.
1: So you can't, you can't, you're not going to get paid at all unless you do something.
0: Yeah. So the companies picked up the slack where the state mandates
1: couldn't. And work. this is, yeah, this is the George Orwell stuff, isn't it? Right? They govern themselves. You know what I mean? You You've only got to push them so far, and they will turn themselves in. You know, they'll turn on themselves. You don't have to do it for them. You don't have to. You know, it's not govern me hard to daddy anymore. Because you say, right, if 30% of every neighbourhood would walk lockstep through the street enforcing whatever dictatorship has happened, um, you know, there's only 30% that would probably stand up. It's that middle part that needs to be swung the other way, you know. And unfortunately, we are tied to the system right we don't the system doesn't serve us anymore and i think we're all realizing that we serve the system now the system doesn't serve us anymore however how do you and again seeing this is what he's doing he's pretty look you know i'll dictate it dan I'll, I'll give it he's because it's like no more outback veg out the veggies out the back no more fires no more you can't have chickens and all that sort of stuff he's trying to do all that hey
0: eh? yeah he's he is the poster boy for the world economic forum in australia Mm. Australia is the, is the testing ground for the world. Victoria mm. is the testing ground for Australia, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's... Uh, did the Belt and Road Initiative reactivate or not? Or did mm. it ever not go away?
0: Well, under Scott Morrison, he, he scrapped it. He tore it up on Dan Andrews, who was very offended by that. Because, you know, he has his own little country of Danistan down here. Mm. And it was as soon as Albanese got back in power. Where did Dan gonna, Andrews go to? I was went gonna back say to China. He, he went yeah. straight back to China. So he's essentially re-signed Belton Road, but it's not Belton Road. All That's the major cool, big so. jobs in Victoria, so the tunnels, the highways, all the big build projects he's spruking himself on, a lot of them are linked to Chinese companies and corporations. So this was cool, so, gonna yeah. bite those union guys in the ass. The ones that didn't stand up with the blokes who didn't want it, yeah. their jobs are gone. I give it five years and there won't be any real Aussies in CFMEU based jobs. It'll be outside work and he'll, he'll stomp on the union next.
1: What happened to those guys? I mean, theoretically, those were the guys that made the flag. You know what I mean? If you exactly. go back, you know what I mean? Like they, they're the ones that they're the descendants of the people that stood there against the redcoats with, you know, picks and shovels. You know what I mean? Um Do you think? I mean, it's a very. What's your observation as far? I mean, I've got my thoughts externally, but it's a good for me. It's not good because it's you know sort of my home state. However, the psychological operation that he pulled off through his and his minions pulled off was it was pretty impressive, <laughs> like disturbing. However, because I do think that the half of that vote was Stockholm syndrome. You know what I mean?
0: Entirely. And he's yeah. he's done a really good job at psychoanalyzing and manipulating the psychology of the state. Government paid nudge units. So psychologists, media groups, um, advertisers, all sit on this panel, paid squillions of dollars that figure out a way to push public perception in a way that the government wants. Right. That in itself should scare the shit out of anyone on everybody. any political
1: spectrum. Absolutely, everybody. I mean, what the, what... What did you just say to me? You know what I mean? Like there's active psychological, you just said there's active psychological operation, ongoing active psychological operations on the Victorian people. Ongoing.
0: Yeah. Now Americans, that would be like a mockingbird media approach, but it's very out in the open that a certain leader in our country is paying people to push our perceptions. It's not an advertising campaign, you should think about doing this or it's beneficial if you choose this. It's how do we get people to change their mind, and how do we force them to do so?
1: Yeah, subtly as well, like either either through, you know, neurolinguistic programming. Uh, you know, I think I said in one of the episodes recently we was chatting about this, and one of the times I watched because we used to watch, everyone used to watch the 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 premieres, you know, Rooster around, and I think between old Palachuk and and her minions, they said the word "vaccinated" fifty two times in half an hour
0: became a good drinking game. That's the only upside to being in lockdown for that long. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> You'd be blind drunk, drunk, <laughs> drunk by 9.30 in the morning and nothing else about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I mean, what did that... And again, how did that affect us, right? How did, you know, as Aussies, we laugh at morbid stuff because we're morbid people, but it, it... What is the psychological damage of that? All right. And it's not something we've even begun to process, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, do they say anything now about gathering crowds and stuff like that in Victoria anymore? Are they still are they trying to they just don't say anything
0: anymore? It's completely gone, but they're very quick to say that the government adds of if it's been six months since a natural infection or a booster, you should get boosted. There's a I new a bivariant booster. booster. We're up to number six now. Just
1: keep going. Six. Imagine lining up for something six times. Exactly.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I caught COVID last time, but geez, it could have been worse. Man. It's really. Interesting. I haven't caught COVID.
1: You're have right. Not done, you got away with it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I've been surrounded by kids who had it. Supposedly, right. multiple staff members with my school routinely get it, and, and is they, that, are, is, they that,
1: are, is that is that? Is that rat tests or what are you guys uh, using to diagnose that?
0: Rat tests at the moment, um, but...
1: You, you do realise a can of Coke could be positive.
0: To exactly right. Yeah. But these people are buckled. Whatever they're getting, whether it's yeah. a, a COVID air quotes or a, a cold or a flu or even a side effect from the jibby jab, these people are you, buckled. Immune deficiency. These people buckle buckled two to three times a year.
1: You're right. You're right. We we got a few... See, we got we got a couple of interesting things through... You know, we never tease rat tests or anything else. I never stuck anything up my nose, right? Um, however, um, I used to—I love that too, right? It's like you could catch it off a counter, but we need to stick something into your nice. brain to see whether or not you've got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, remember when China was doing the anal swabs? Oh yeah, like, like, like And everyone's like, "Cheese, we don't have to do those." That's, yeah, that's
1: getting a bit. De- well, I mean. Who remembers the bodies in the streets in china the, oh yeah the the the, the this what a fear inf- campaign that was trucks in Asia and blah 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 right you know, and yeah it came from a bat right people need to stop messing with animals don't, don't there's a there's a there's a place that works on the coronavirus just down the road like just like five ks from here, but don't worry wasn't that exclusively <laughs>
0: studies coronaviruses yeah, yeah, it wasn't them though it wasn't them right and bats. And
1: but yeah, it, was, it had nothing to do with the with the with the with the lab that's down the road. Yeah, it's
0: like yeah. there's been a, a breach in a, a beer vat, and there's beer everywhere in the streets. I wonder yeah. if it's the beer factory. Yeah, I wonder
1: if it's the beer factory is the reason there's beer in the streets from you know in Milton at the Forex factory. I wonder. If... <laughs> but again, see that little set there. Twelve months ago. This show's pulled off YouTube, right? Probably. Still, look, the conversation we've had tonight. Don't be surprised if it gets pulled down. Okay.
0: Well, well I'm still getting retrospectively memes on. I'm heavily shadow banned on Instagram. Oh yeah, me I'm too, get, yeah, I'm getting hit with memes from two or three years ago of stuff that's now been proven true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the fact checkers didn't exist till the truth started to get out. Correct? Exactly. Right. I had a fact checker. Um, it was a quote by Marcus Aurelius out of his meditations, right? Like, I, I've i got Marcus Aurelius's meditations. I, I don't know. It's here somewhere, right? And I think I made a meme and used a, one out of the book, and a fact checker said, Marcus Aurelius didn't say that. I'm like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Did you just fact check one of the greatest philosophers <laughs> the world has ever known? Um, and yeah, <laughs> But yeah, I oh know I'm shadow banned as well, man, for sure. I got kicked off Twitter earlier this year, um, because someone what was someone asked me a question, uh, it was about um, because obviously yeah, food factories burned down too, man. Did you know that? Just, yeah, like,
0: massive everywhere. They just
1: burned down, man. they everywhere. Planes crashed uh, into two of them. Oh,
0: yeah. Like one, okay, that's a fluke accident. Yeah. Happened again a month later. Come on, egg, fat,
1: egg factories burned down, man. Just spontaneously, stuff just combusts, man. You don't, you wouldn't read about it. Oh no, well, you can't read about it because the, the, the corporate media doesn't report on it.
0: Um, <laughs> if you do, it's misinformation. That's and you right. can't trust it's the source,
1: right? Um, and someone asked me a question on Twitter, like, you know, what something about the food factories and stuff like that, and, and you know, what, what's going to happen? And I think my response was something like. Um, the right trigger hasn't been hit yet. People will, if, if food, if food factories keep burning down and we keep taking the economy away from people, people are going to start getting hungry. And I think people have forgotten what people would do when they get hungry. And it was, a that's too long, but it was something along those lines. When people get hungry, we'll see what happens. Twitter gone. Right. Um, and yeah, anyway, anything I, I got, it was incitement and I've got to do a full appeals process and all sorts of shit to get back on Twitter. Um, yeah. So it's ridiculous, man. You know what I mean? Like, again, anything on the face of it, you you say any of these things in isolation. However, it's all going on at the same time. This is the whole point, the endless distraction. Okay. You know, and look, another another topic that I want to, uh, we, I'm not going to, don't, let's not pull each other's strings on this because it's another rabbit hole that we need to talk about. However, um, you know, one of the craziest things is is that UFOs are real too, man, and no one gives a shit, right? Or they're pretending that they're real and no one gives a shit. You know, how is that not front page news? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are we talking about, right? Um, and I know you've got your thoughts on that, and that's another. As I say, me and Drew started a uh, an Instagram thread that is, went on for quite a while, <laughs> <laughs> and each each topic probably needs a couple of episodes to unpack. But, I mean, I mean, as Victorians, do you think you're going to fight back? I mean, I, I'm just asking questions now. It's
0: going to take something really big, and I think it's going to be – it's very well known that our state has the highest debt recorded out of any other Australian state. It's got more debt than Queensland, New South Wales, and Tasmania combined, so yeah. three states. Oh, I think old, Dan,
1: old Dan knows how to spend a dollar. Right? Oh, he, he does, yes. Yeah. It's, it's not his. It's China's money. Of course he can yeah. spend it. <laughs>
0: we're going to get to a point where it's either going to be our economy absolutely tanks and brings the rest of the country down and people, like you said, are going to be hungry. A lot of people are going to be out of work or it'll have the, the played side effect of a conservative government might get in, in like another eight or four years time, hopefully earlier. And they're going to cut the shit out of everything. It'll be like a Keating moment where you will lose thousands of public sector jobs, which is the majority oh, yeah. of the working class. Yeah. You lose the working class, you can say the economy's gone. Whatever way what... we're going, I think there's being a controlled effort to tank the dollar so they can bring in those CBDCs.
1: And this is the point, right? They are going to try and bring that in. The central, the, the, the digital currency is coming. The you know, what was the what was the movie back in the day? Oh excuse me. The um I can't remember. It was one of the conspiracy movies back in the day where they said they were gonna chip us. Um and obviously they didn't get away with the chip, but uh no one goes anywhere without a Doom Scroller, you know. Exactly. What I mean? Yeah. You're just tracking everything you say and everything you do. Don't pretend that it's not. Um so people they, are
0: worried about cyborgs. We are cyborgs, it's just not are, integrated into us yet.
1: Yeah, yeah but they're also trialling that as well in some of the European countries. Yes. Yeah. it's
0: um. I think it's a... You know what would probably work to have that 60% of the population turn around and say, no, it's too fucking much and to push back? If Victoria Police continue to have the yes-men they've currently got and have the, the vigour and the absolute hatred of the people that they have over the past three years, because they've got that mentality now, every single person's out to get them, everyone's a cooker, everyone's a conspiracy theorist,
1: yeah.
0: it's going to take one rally or one protest, and they're going to go harder than like they did during a COVID. And that's when I think people will push back. Hang on. It's not a state of emergency. There's no actual threats to health. Why are police shooting people in the back or beating them down in the streets? If we see French-esque style policing yeah. on our people during a peaceful time that's not in a, a state yeah, of emergency. In a, in a declared state of emergency. Yes. I think that's when it's going to hit the fan. Because people is don't it... trust police. No, everyone.
1: I don't. No, well, this is what that was the question I said before. Like, do the police know what they've done because I don't. Why well, would I? Well,
0: this is the really, really interesting thing. For the longest time, Victoria Police had a program where they go into primary schools, and it was like a community outreach and building process. We don't want kids to be afraid of people in uniform. If you see us, we're there to help you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah space, I remember that.
0: fantastic, great. I grew up with that. Yeah. Well, Dan
1: Andrews, yeah.
0: Dan Andrews cut that when he first got into power, cost too much. Well, they, they haven't started the program back up yet, and there's easily the greatest hatred to police I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other thing is too, is that we saw what they can do now, right? And you know, they act like that if they keep pushing us, we won't make our own preparations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. right? And this is the whole point, okay? And I think it came pretty close, a couple of those protests in Victoria, where they nearly ran them down. You know what I mean? I know that happened up here in Queensland. They broke the line and just ran them down. When they started pepper-spraying old ladies, yeah. um, we ran through them. Because... Yeah, well,
0: there's a, a good one from Richmond where a guy they pushed through the line when they were getting pepper sprayed and the guy ran back three times to knock a few cops to the ground and then kept going. <laughs> they call him the Black Knight because he's all in on black it. covered up. It's good on it. It's a situation where like you said people are going to start preparing whatever that is. Uh-huh. Not for me to say. No. But not they're to say but they're preparing in their own way. Victoria Police have the majority of their funding through the safe cities program which Dan Andrews signed up for the UN agenda which, which is, is the an ant-
1: 15 minute cities
0: 15 minute cities safe cities is the domestic terrorist side of things yes where they militarize the police they train them they opened up a massive warehouse which i don't think they ever disclosed the whereabouts for it but it's training average police in semi-automatic firearms for domestic terrorism countermeasures
1: yeah you know, the yep. training, the, did you see the military training and tra- training for that as well?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For whatever reason.
1: For what, Drew?
0: For what exactly? But here's, here's the kicker: Regional Victoria, a lot of small police stations. So they tend to do things as here's the hub station, the, the large one, and everyone works from that and goes out. Yeah. Well, there's a certain local police station near me, which just so happens to have 5,000 AR-15s in it. What? In regional Victoria. Why? Exactly. That should concern everyone that they are at a regional station. It might be larger, but it is considered the hub for the area. Why have they got that many semi-automatic firearms? When the average Joe has a bolt action, a lever action, a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Traditional hunting, farming type of stuff.
1: Yeah, country Victoria, people have got bolt action, shotguns, that sort of thing, yeah. So what do we do, Drew, right? What do we do, mate? You know what I mean? We, we it, it's. I think it's been cathartic for us to rant at each other a little bit. Um, what do we do, man? You know what I mean? Because, like, again, this is the Australian situation, and I think it'll be a good eye-opener for our international listeners to listen to our perspectives and and what we saw. However to a lesser extent or a more extent, depending on where our listeners are, this stuff is being enforced the world over. So what do we do? Do we just continue our guerrilla podcasting, our guerrilla media and, you know, do our little bit? And, or what do we do, man? You know? I, 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 it's only because it's like, whilst I enjoy a good rant, I think the thing is, man, is that during the chaos... I got really hyped up. I I had to go to places I didn't want to go, and all, all this sort of thing. And, and I'm, I'm a bit over that now. And I don't I don't want to be that person. But I want to move forward with a solution, right? What I'm a solution well, orientated person. What What do What can we do? Can we do anything? I mean, you know, I mean, in,
0: well, in- I'm I'm rather blackpilled on a lot of it, unfortunately. But if you were to ask me four or five years ago, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I was on that track to go into a principal's role, an an assistant principal, a principal, very career-orientated. All this happened. Don't want to go any near that. I'm actively transitioning to a point where I only have to work maybe two or three days a week as a teacher, and the rest of that work on a farm or family farm. Yeah. I I think what, what you have to do, and this is just my thinking, this is not financial advice, by the way, the biggest, they don't, they issue... don't
1: listen to us, we don't know what we're talking about
0: exactly. Can I have 20 bucks, anyone? Um, yeah. the biggest issue is the debt system like, like the debt system, mortgages that's what coerced a lot of people into taking a certain medical procedure. It was fear yeah, of losing the house, fear of losing yeah. relationships, whatever everything, whatever yeah. you had in your life, you the tangible things that you have that you think are yeah. important. Yeah. remove all the debt you have as quick as you can, get rid of that and try to become as self-sustainable as possible. And this isn't yeah. like the hippie talk of 20, 30 years ago. This no, is no, just
1: no. This is, yeah.
0: very real boots on the ground stuff. Grow your own goddamn food. If you have a means to put in an a energy system which doesn't actually feed into the grid, so you're no. self-sufficient in that means, yeah. do that. If yeah. you can remove every single possible thing that you don't have to pay for yourself, you're less reliant on the debt system. If yeah, you only then, have to work then, two days, and you've got the rest of your life as freedom,
1: you, you can't be controlled.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And I think there is, uh, there is going back to that's that's what being human actually is, man. We're not supposed to be in a cubicle, in a box, in a car. You know what I mean? Like, we're supposed to be able to know where our food comes from. We're supposed to be able to touch it and feel it and understand the, the process that it took to make it that actually is what makes us human. Um, and you know, this stuff's coming. Right. And I think the thing is, is that there's going to be another choice for everybody, right? Like there was a choice before where they're going to try and force you to do something again. Not entirely sure what that is. I've got a few different ideas, right? I think there's a few different ways they're going to try it. But you need to make a stand or not, right? Like there's 30% of people that will toe the line, regardless of what, you know, whatever daddy says. Okay. However, the rest of us, and I think the thing is, is you're totally right, Drew. But the other thing to me is, man, is that we are all brothers and sisters on the same big blue ball hurling through infinity, man. And we need to remember that. Colour, creed, religion, all this divisive stuff that has existed our entire lives. As a teacher, you would know it, man. You would see it in children. As an, as an, As a teacher, I see it in my students as well. We're all the fucking same, man. We're just humans, dude. You know, like, and all that stuff that separated us, if we are to actually overcome the things that are coming towards us, as well as preparing, sorting yourself out. you got to get over yourself, man. We've got to get over our shit and get along, right? Because if we do that, we've got half a chance of actually making this right, right? And using the knowledge that we have to maybe build a better version. Because if we don't, it will be 15-minute cities, man. It will be the Gestapo knocking on your door. Like that... That is not conspiracy theory any longer. Okay, that is that is, and this is the, other, the one of the things I've loved the whole time. It's like Klaus wrote a book, man. He called it the New World Order. You can order it online, man. They're pretty proud of it, right? You you get a copy delivered to your door. Like
0: it's, it's almost as good as Bill Gates having the book lying with statistics behind him when he talking speaking about COVID and its efficacy rates and how good the vaccine yeah, is.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, man. How would the? What happened to the nouse of the human? How are those people got so far away with that? Like I'm not, I'm not asking, I'm not inciting anything. I'm just asking a question, right?
0: We, how do they get? We how gave did they a, get
1: so far without being taken care. This of?
0: is this is thousands of years Asked in the making, tens of thousands of years. As our life has got more comfortable and we've had more conveniences.
1: We've so been men create hard times. We've
0: been killing ourselves with kindness. The fact that a medieval serf had more downtime and more leisure time than what we do today.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: And it's nuts. We have the technological level where every house could be self-sufficient. And if you yes. didn't have what you had, you'd trade and you'd barter with people around you. Absolutely. But we've got this bastardized version of what our political and Economic systems are that it's just built on debt,
1: and I think. And who do we owe the money to, too, Drew? Like we owe the world owes like $200, 300 trillion dollars to who? The Decepticons? Like what? What, <laughs> what are we talking about, man? You know what I mean? I, I thought it was the lizard people
0: to? from that V series. I thought that's
1: what they were going oh, for. We well, could be the lizard people, man. Like you know, <laughs> we're not having, we're not doing that tonight, Drew. We're, not, we're, not tonight. We're, we're focusing.
0: We're trying to be very grounded.
1: No despite
0: all the issues of what's happened, I think whatever's going on, they've played their hand too early.
1: yes I, I agree. think they
0: pushed it way too hard yep, way too I quickly. I agree. and the unintended side effect for them is they created a lot of people who are anti-establishment, yes anti-government and yes. in a lot of cases now completely anti-vaccine in any capacity.
1: In any capacity, yeah. That, they that tried. Is actually... They
0: tried for a little while to try and make it all. The, it's mRNA is bad because it's not a traditional vaccine. While well, they're trying to put the limelight on the traditional vaccines as being good, but I think that pushed a lot of people away. Going, wait a minute. If this one's not good, I need to look into the history of these ones. The ones that are DNA based. The ones that have been around for a long time. And What's the going on? Is not
1: good, man. It's definitely it's not, not good. It's not good. There's not people
0: good. I know who work in the medical field, who now look at vaccines and the schedule of vaccines, are one, devastated they vaccinated their children that they've currently got, yep. and from now on will not be vaccinating their future children that are on the way. Yeah, That should speak volumes to people.
1: Never again. Yeah. And I think that's,
0: that's yeah. the one shining light out of all of this, and I'd use that buzzword, they've awoken a certain percentage of the population. Mm-hmm that now have yeah, such a went too for hard these too people. Yeah, yeah, I think they went too hard gonna too It's going to go, early. I do agree. That gives me hope that yeah. hopefully a momentum can keep going. All that we have to do is make sure that they don't divide us by arbitrary lines of race, gender, ideology.
1: And, and that's why I said politics, politics man, because we need to make a conscious choice to separate ourselves from that, okay? Because that doesn't, they're the traditional divisive lines that we existed under for a long time. They do, it, and it, it doesn't count anymore, right? And it actually doesn't matter, okay? You know, sometime in the last little while, I actually – because I've kept a rough number in my head. I'm, I'm a bit weird like that. I've, I've done 10,000 adult students varying from 18 to 60 various qualifications since I started uh, doing adult teaching nearly 10 years ago, right? In those 10,000 students, Drew, I've had every color, every creed, every religion, every version of human you can think of. And by and large, right? I mean, today was a perfect example. I did a class today, right? I had six different cultures in 11 people, right? And we discussed, not as crazy as we've gone tonight, but just the fact that we need to be together and work together and stuff like that. And ages from 18 to probably 65, six different cultures, and everyone's nodding along now. Everyone's like, yes, that is true, because it doesn't matter anymore. There is much bigger fish to fry, and you are right to question, and you should have been been, always been right to question.
0: It, Uh, It just goes to show how well they've played that divisive card, whatever area it might be, that you can meet someone, you can have a conversation You can get the feeling that they're a really nice, great person. You can have a conversation with them and you can talk about anything. As soon as you bring up any kind of those forbidden topics, religion, sex, politics, that's when people disagree. And you can agree with someone with 98% of things. You can be on board on everything. And if they bring up one small topic, they'll instantly dismiss the entire conversation, even an entire built relationship you've had with someone based off one
1: small thing. Which is why that's bullshit. Okay, we have to let that go. We absolutely have to. There's no two ways about it. Okay, I mean, look, you know, I would say that our upcoming episodes are going to be very interesting because we don't necessarily agree. I'm looking forward to that, right? I want to have a discussion with you. I want you. I want to do that because we need to do that, just because we we don't agree on certain key topics does not mean we dismiss everything. We shouldn't agree on everything. That's not a good thing okay Should we agree on most things and then have our own you know personal beliefs around certain things? Yes, I think that's fine. But this idea that we've got to agree, we don't. We need to learn to disagree healthily okay and respect each other's opinions regardless of what they are outside of general morality. You know, and I and I think if we if we can't do that, they're going to win. Yeah, like, if I think we, if we continue to divide ourselves over stupid shit, it's done, man.
0: I don't know about you, but I think this has been the best thing about this podcasting journey. I'm only a little over twelve months in, but the amount of people you speak to globally and different perspectives and ideas that you get—that's something you never consider yourself. That's yeah. the most eye-opening and and thought-provoking thing. Absolutely. The worst thing you can ever do, and even as a listener, I can't stress this enough, do not put yourself in an echo chamber. If you're a person who listens to one podcast and then just goes through the suggestion feed, you're no, falling for do an that. algorithm. You, no, no,
1: don't do that. you got to explore, man. you you got to seek out different perspectives. You have to.
0: God, even, you know what my go-to thing is? And it's as bad as it is. I wake up every morning. I watch Sunrise. Oh, do you? To why see, do you do that to, to yourself? S- to see the
1: shit that what they're pushing would, why would in you that. Do that? Why would you do? that is a, the, like to be a worse way to start? I'm this. a
0: Victorian, clearly I'm a glutton for punishment. So I watch Sunrise, which is like Australia's good morning, America type of deal. Uh, Completely manipulated Fed media. But yeah. I watch it to see what, what message or what they're trying to push today or what they're trying to distract you from.
1: Mm. Look, I I I would suggest there's better ways to start your day, Drew. There's other <laughs> ways to gain other perspectives. But look, it's it's your journey, man. You do whatever you need to do. But you're totally right. You you can't we call it here at UTC, we call it, um, we call it, ages ago, we coined this term, right, where we each have a mirror ball, okay? But that mirror ball, when you start, is there's nothing on it, okay? Your job is to collect the mirrors, right? And every time you collect a new perspective, whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter whether you agree with it, you've collected another perspective that goes on the mirror ball, right? And what it should be, your your quest for knowledge and your exploration of wherever you're going, it should be collecting about tiles on the mirror ball, right? Collecting as many tiles as you can, gaining as many perspectives as you can. And the thing is, if you have... Um, the interesting thing too, Drew, is that if you say you hear a perspective you don't like, right? And it causes you to feel anger, hate, fear, guilt, whatever it is, right? Especially negative emotions and like intense negative emotions, You should lean into that because there's a reason you're feeling that way. You've been triggered, right? Okay, why have you been triggered, right? You shouldn't have that reaction to someone's perspective, right? There's something in you that needs to be addressed if you're having a visceral reaction to something. You lean into that. You learn from that, okay? Because if you're having a really negative perspective, there might be some truth to that perspective that you don't want to believe or you don't want to accept, Because it brushes up against something that you want to believe is true. And we've got to be open to all perspectives, man. You know what I mean? I don't, I I pride myself on not tying myself to any perspective because at the end of the day, as much as we, you know, we can wax lyrical, right? And I'd say, I've had a good time tonight, man. We need to do this again. We've got to open up some of those other topics, right? I think we're going to have some fun. Regardless of however many episodes we end up doing between us what we know if we were to put it on the lcd screens in front of us it's not even one pixel of what you could know right we know one pixel maybe every other pixel in the screen is what is possible right and if you don't understand that knowing you don't know well, you can have your own personal beliefs and your theories and stuff like that i think that's good reality is we don't fucking know man you know what i mean and we don't know what we don't know right (laughs) like we know nothing and we don't know what we don't know and we don't know what we don't know right and you're right man podcasting is 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 an excellent medium you know i mean i've I've spoken to people all over the world you know you sit down with an egyptologist uh like i I literally sit talk to an egyptologist i could see the pyramid at his window right (laughs) I'm sitting here in the studio in Queensland, right? That was a crazy thing, you know? Like, And, you know, I talked to a guy in Peru. I've talked to, you know, all over the world, right? it's like, how do you... Gaining these perspectives from these different people is very important because it is the 98%, man. We, 98%, a human is a human is a human. We all want to be loved. We all want, you know, look after our families. We all want a, a satisfying existence. We all want to be have some passion in our lives, you know what I mean? That's being human. And then there's that little bit that makes us different. And I think that's where the answers lie, Drew, right? It's that stuff that makes us different. Because if we had the right answer, we wouldn't be in the shithole that we're in now, right? We are, we are We are. deep, we're in deep, deep shit, right? Like full, we might even need not a submarine, not that, actually. <laughs> not the submarine by old mate. Actually, doesn't the internet win? Where he talked about people don't like like billionaires. Like the internet one, you know, the memes that came out about that submarine immediately. It's like, oh, yeah, this is Aussie. This is Aussie morbid humor. This is hilarious. Right? This is, oh, no, a billionaire died in an untested submarine. Well, more fully. If... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anytime a billionaire dies, it's fucking sus.
1: Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But yeah, man, you've got to be open, right? Whatever closed minded perspectives you have, you need to let go of, right? And we have to understand there's some sort of general human morality that we can all agree on. And there's a percentage that we shouldn't agree on. And that's where we've got to allow ourselves to have discourse. Unfortunately, the doom scroller, right, hasn't helped that, okay? You know, cause was it Mike Tyson that said, I think everyone's been getting way too used to insulting each other and not being punched in the face for it? Very true. Right? You know, because there's no consequence, is there, right, when you abuse people on the internet? Okay, whereas there should be in the human world, right? As I say on 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 the on the on the playgrounds of Ballarat back in my day, you did it to someone's face, then you had to deal with the consequences right <laughs> of those actions, right? And you you know fuck around and find out, right? It, it depends on who you who you were picking on. However, we've got to have that open discourse, man. And you got to, it's all the same t- tiles on the mirrorball, man. That's all it is and and that's all we can do right but what if we stood together you know what if we got over ourselves you know and stood together as one like what could we achieve right what what could we know you know and like you know like there's a there's a whole nother side i want to talk to you about the interdimensional stuff like there's there's a million different things i want to chat to you about after listening to a few of your episodes lately um because there's so much more to life, man. And there's so many other things and mysteries that need our attention as humans. And if we could just get over ourselves, look after each other, look after ourselves, which we could do so easily with what we have now on this planet, right? Even with 8 billion people, everyone doesn't need to go hungry. Like that's ridiculous. We could, we could do
0: it. Right. Yeah. It's humanity's a puzzle piece, a puzzle set, right? Every single one of us is that piece to forming the picture. And unfortunately, like you said, they've been very good at designing that ability for people to break down and build borders between ourselves based on mm. ideologies, thoughts, yeah. countries, nations, sexes, creeds, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But if we can just share those pieces with each other, imagine what that picture could possibly look like.
1: Imagine it, man. Like, you know we we've been talking about the dystopia, dystopian totalitarian, totalitarian landscape that's in front of us and unfortunately it is okay we can't deny that but as soon as you give that thought you're giving it energy okay so let's not give it energy right let's give energy to what would it look like if your farm and your mate's farm and his farm and their farm and you girls you guys all got together and looked after each other and you taught the kids and you did this and you did that and you created your own little community which actually really affected the children and made better lives and if we you know got over ourselves we could do that and do that and do that you know and then maybe we have a chance right at 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 understanding the the bigger mysteries that are actually being revealed to us, right? Because the thing is, yes, the dark is rising, but the light is rising to meet it, right? We're being shown things, right? We're being told things, being made aware of different parts of existence that are becoming undeniable, that would seem crazy, all right? However, there's so much more interesting, better things to do if we could just get over ourselves and and help each other out. And and then we could tackle the more important stuff instead of he who dies with the most toys wins. Because at the end of the day, like, as you say, man, like 2019, I had my own plan. I was going to do, you know, I was going to do a diploma in this. And I was going to, you know, I was going to do this. I was going to do that and move into different teaching and blah, blah, blah. No way. Right. Why? why? I'm not tying myself to that system. Right. It's, there's got to be another way. Right, and as you say, I'm not after working more. I'm on. I don't. I don't want to be working. It's sort of similar thing, mate. We're trying to figure out how to wrangle things to to free ourselves to to look after ourselves, you know. Um, and I think that's what everybody should do if they can. Um, and I don't think there's anything else, mate. And you know, if if it's using critical thinking, if it smells like bullshit, Drew, it is, right? And and unfortunately. You know, you go back to the trauma side of things, everything's bullshit, man. And that's hard to deal with, right? Any any major institution that we grew up with that we held any credence to, it's hard to see that it's most of it is bullshit now.
0: Yeah, and use that bullshit as fertilizer. That's Whatever right. Whatever the challenges yeah. are of the past yeah. three years, yeah. use that to grow something better. Like, it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. And with yep. even with all the things that are in front of us and and trying to prevent us from getting to where we are, I want to see that sunrise. I want to see what that world's going to look like when ideally absolutely, man. things start to get better
1: absolutely, but there is there is there's there is pain ahead, there is darkness ahead and and you know we we have to right we have to get uncomfortable. This is the thing like you said before, our quest for comfort. You know, what's that? uh, uh, Soft men make hard times, right? Um, We've been soft for quite a while. Uh, You know, and part of my studies has always been the ancient cultures, the advanced ancient cultures and the evidence and the megalithic evidence and blah, blah, blah. Every single one of those major cultures that is is rocks and dust thought they were going to live forever, man, right? We are witnessing the fall of... Whatever this thing is that we tried, right, and and it, and it depends on how the cookie crumbles as to what it ends up on the other side, and you know, and it's not about us, Drew. It's about the kids, man. It's about their kids, right? We were privileged enough to grow up in a pretty cool existence. And
0: I think that's a fear, though. People fear the idea of the current system that they've grown up in, that their grandparents knew. That's in the history books for our generations and generations before us, for that to disappear, that can be a pretty, a pretty scary thing. Well, it is. you have to realize the Romans didn't die. They didn't die off. They didn't disappear. They adapted into the next thing, the next culture, the next empire came from them. When yeah. one thing ends, something else takes its place.
1: That's right. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't end, end, unless, you know, unless they convince us to blow ourselves up again. However, um, it is an evolvement, okay? And I think we are in a privileged state uh, in the modern society where we can use the medium that we, we're using now, that the people are listening to us on now, and thank you very much, uh, to, to grow our knowledge base and to use that knowledge and pass it on. And we have the knowledge and the ability to potentially not make the same mistakes right and i know every every culture said that as well however no one has had the that we know of has had the technological reach that you know i mean this show is going to reach however many hundreds thousands of people by the time it it fin- it finishes its cycle right um and each of those people has the ability to do their own critical thinking and share that knowledge i think that's, that's what's going to move us forward, right, is, is, is sharing the knowledge and using what we have done, the accelerated knowledge dump that we've had in our generation, Drew, uh, that we need to make sure we tell our kids that, okay, because we still remember what it's like to play in the bush. We still remember what it's like to do this, to do that, right, and that's where we learn, right, that's where we, we adapted, that's where we grew, And we need to make sure that we don't, um, you know, make our kids the slaves to the technology either. It is a tool; it is a useful tool. And look, all of us have some level of addiction to the old doom scroller. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, me too. However, we got to remember what it is to be human. Okay, we need to remember who the fuck we are, Drew. Right, and and what we're capable of, because. We've been we've been convinced that we're we're not capable when we actually all are uh, more than we know or understand.
0: Absolutely, mate. Alright, Triffin. Let's end it there. All right, mate. Couldn't have put it any better than, than that, mate. That's just the perfect way to end it. Think about the positives. There's there's always a light side at the end of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Shadow can't exist without light, so I don't think it's going to be snuffed out anytime soon. There's always hope there. Where can listeners no. reach you, mate?
1: Unlocking the code, uh, Instagram. I was on Twitter. Uh, yeah, all, all the all the all the Spotify's, YouTube's, that sort of stuff. I need to get better at my uh, technology, but, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> give us a like, give us a follow, all the usual stuff, guys. And look, I think for me, whilst I'd love you to check out Unlocking the Code, and I'm really appreciative of uh, having you having me on, Drew. It's more important to me that you actually have these conversations with your friends, right? Share this conversation if it's going to help, but have your own conversations, right? Share these ideas, make them, make that ripple uh, build into a wave, I think. But yeah, unlocking the code, all the stuff. And yeah, it was a cool man. And as I say, I think we, we need to decide what our next topic is because I think we're going to have some fun. Um, yep. Absolutely. And what what about great. you, mate? It's been a pleasure having you on the UTC. Yeah. Um, uh, where do we find you, Drew? Missing
0: from you're missing the point. It's M-I-S-S-E-N, Play on my surname. Heavily shadow banned on Instagram.
1: If you, Aren't we all are. I don't. Yeah. Know. It's a badge <laughs> of honor, man. Look, if this if this doesn't get pulled off YouTube, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god. Uh yeah. Search me. I'm on Twitter as well. All the usual podcatchers. Yeah. Give it a listen, like, give it a follow, share Share it around, all the usual stuff.
1: Yeah. Awesome, mate. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I think this is the first, definitely not the last. Until next time.
0: Yes, first of many. Catch you guys.